Welcome to the Discovery Doc Podcast, where we advocate for optimal wellness and reducing everyday toxic loads, no matter where life takes you. I'm Dr. Cece, doctor in nursing practice, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and a crunchy mama. I'm Anna Kate, a medical mystery overachiever and your discovery liaison. Join us on this exciting journey as we explore the world of holistic health, cutting edge research, and practical solutions for a healthier life. Together, we'll navigate through the complexities of wellness, sharing valuable insights, and expert advice. Tune in to the Discovery Doc Podcast. Get ready to be inspired, empowered, and discover a whole new way of looking at your health. Welcome back to the Discovery Doc Podcast. I'm here with your host. I was so ready. Dr. <laughs> Cece, functional medicine nurse practitioner, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and crunchy mama. By this point, almost four. Yes? He's on his way. He's on his way. We're going to count him. And our co-host. I'm Anna Kate, your medical mystery overachiever and discovery liaison. And we are back with part two of talking about... Um, toxins in water and their last episode we talked about all the things that were that are in our what that is in that, that is be. Well, english whatever. is her first language yes that, all the things that could be in our water pathogens pharmaceuticals heavy metals and it can be you know anna kate when we went off air she's like sorry i didn't mean to go so dark and i'm like that's real like it's absolutely real because oh i when I was first starting, like through this journey of non-toxic living, it is, it can be so overwhelming and you just look at all the negatives mm -hmm. and then everyone on social media is like, don't eat this, do this, don't do this, do this. And it can be a very damaging place to be. And so we always, although I want to provide you with that information, it is always meant to just empower to then find a solution that's available to your family. And so it's very, very real to feel that way. But we want to spend this episode now on what can we do? Yeah. What are the tools that we can support our families and to take advantage of setting us up for success as much as we can with the water that's coming into our house? Exactly. So the first part in terms of water is knowing what's in it. And to Anna Kate's point in last episode, she mentioned that if you get your, your water tested by the city, it's by their parameters. And so what is normal to them, there's going to be a normal amount of fluoride. There's going to be a normal amount of chlorine. There's going to be a normal amount of heavy metals and pharmaceuticals that are, quote, allowed in our water. So that's not going to flag on the report. Right. So it is that is one way to do it. Um, and it, it's a cost effective way. But know that you will get a slightly altered report because it really won't give you a breakdown of all the components I consider toxic, but right. it won't give you a percentage. It'll just be like, hey, fluoride's normal, but it's normal per your city. Right. right. So it won't give you a breakdown of everything at what the levels it is. But there is a test that you can do. Yes. There's multiple. And it, this all, I keep hitting It's fine, guys. Um, We're adulting today. We are adulting. Um, there, there are layers to this. So again, you choose what is best for your family, but you can purchase a, a test from your local home improvement store. They can be anywhere from $10 to $200. And some of the kits are pretty basic. Others are more, more extensive. Um, but they at least will give you an unbiased view of what's in your water. And they usually test for the most common contaminants, lead, nitrates, bacteria, even the pH or alkalinity of it, um, some pesticides too. So 
that is a wonderful first step. Some people will do that. And then if they find crazy things, they'll be like, oh, wait, I want to go to kind of a further in-depth test. Um, another option, like we talked about, is through the local health department. And that, again, is the most cost effective. It's like 25 to 50 bucks. But again, there's going to be parameters there where they're going to say things are normal. Um, whereas in my household, I would want to know like those exact percentages or just have my own ability to analyze what's normal or not right? <laughs> instead of the, the city. Now, uh, okay, so I have a question is, cause you live on the other side of town. Mm -hmm. I live in a different little city, but my city is close to yours, but mm -hmm. we don't, do we have the same water? It's like, no, because I'm a different county. Okay. So I'm the same city as you. No, we're not the same cities. You're we're not, not in the same cities, but we're in the same county. Mm -mm. I'm not. I'm not going to say my county on air, but. Oh, that would make yeah. sense. Okay. So I'm the other, I'm the next yes. door. Okay. So, no, so that makes sense. Okay. That was my question because we do, <laughs> we do live. Love you guys, but don't want to yeah. know where I live. <laughs> we do live in close enough proximity that. So I was just wondering, so her results will be different oh, than mine. Absolutely different because. Man, the kid's also in a more suburban area. I'm out in the country. Yeah. So those, and that's why it matters where it's specific to your home and not just kind of an average of even the neighborhood or the, or your city because it can, I mean, some cities are massive or some towns, it takes you 35 minutes to get across. Yeah. So there's different exposures. There's different communities that spray different levels of pesticides. Like it's going to vary yeah. in your city, regardless of, you know, you being... 10 minutes away from somebody or 30. And if you're in a newer home versus a, an older mm -hmm. home or so there's all those, all those variables and not mm -hmm. that, I mean, an older home may have more instances of pipe. Right. Just, um, what's that word? Not distribution, but like contaminants from the actual pipe versus new pipes that are put in. I was trying to help you, but so, I couldn't think of any yes. words. <laughs> that would fit. It's okay. <laughs> Um, another option in terms of testing is to, you can go to a private lab who will facilitate a more comprehensive analysis of your water. That by far is the most reliable and the most comprehensive, but it's also going to be your most expensive. I would say at minimum, at minimum, what I've seen is about a hundred dollars per sample. So I, and there are ranges from that and it depends how many samples you want you know your hose water and your drinking water or whatever um but once you have a good idea of what contaminants because again what we we're just saying is the contaminants change it changes from house to house so it's really important to know what's in your water instead of one just assuming that you have all the things right your water might be excellent right you know or it could be filled with some things that we want to know that we want to know how to filter out appropriately. So then we look at, okay, we have these contaminants. What do we do with them? And so the next step is looking at filtration options. And there are so many here that we're going to run through. The first is carbon filters. And usually refrigeration units, and this might be what you guys have. Um, do you know? I don't. Okay. Ours takes care of like 70 different things or something. Yeah. yeah. But yours is on your fridge, right? Yes. Yeah. So usually refrigerator units are carbon filters. They're also really like popular pitcher filters that are usually just carbon filters. Um, they're super budget friendly. 
So this is a great place to start. And they have these kind of slightly charged activated carbon granules that help to capture things with large surface areas. Um, they can catch a lot of these contaminants, your VOCs, your pesticides, chlorine or chloramine, radon, like we mm -hmm. talk about, stay tuned for <laughs> that episode where we talk about radon, um, your herbicides, dioxin, like so much more. The only downside to carbon filters is that they do not remove heavy metals. Um, they also will not remove fluoride because fluoride is a mineral. And so it depends on the chemical composition of whatever we're trying to remove with what that filter is able to get out or not. So that is where knowing what's in your water is really important because maybe a carbon filter is enough for your house, but if you are super high in fluoride, then you might want to go with a different option. I wonder what my parents, they're on a well, so I don't know how much. I would love to test it, but they're on north, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. So I'm like, pardon me, I don't know. Well, I'm just curious because I use a carbon filter at their house because I have a mm -hmm. water bottle, like an insulated water bottle that has a carbon filter in it. And that's what I use. I'll put ice in. That's what I drink my water out of up there. Which is so, amazing because the other side of me is like, hey, you're getting that reverse osmosis. Right. You're like, that's, that's enough for me. Okay. And it <laughs> tastes better too. I think. Oh, I mean, you can totally taste I can it. totally taste the difference in Wait. the smell. What? Such oh. yeah, last night. So we my okay, oh, Ava. No. no, this is a great story. Okay. Ava is doing cheer at school. She's in a little she's in second grade, y'all, but she's in like this little cheer after school thing. And so they cheered at the, the middle school girls basketball mm -hmm. game last night. And afterwards we just stopped for dinner and we sat down, we we're eating, and I had all their bottled waters. We always we just carried water with us from our house wherever yeah. we go. And they ran out. And so they the place that we were at they didn't have any bottled water they just had you know from the drink the fountain yeah where, like the sodas are yeah and so i was like really hesitant at first y'all i'm bougie don't at me okay if you've ever worked but, at a restaurant and you've had to clean the yeah yes okay thank you i've seen inside of that you're fine and so <laughs> i looked at them it was will wasn't there it was me and the kids and both even jackson are like i'm thirsty i'm thirsty I'm like, okay, guys, like, it's your choice. I personally wouldn't drink it, but if you're that thirsty, go get a cup and go fill it up. So they both went and filled it up. They came back to the table. They both took a sip, and then they pushed the cup back, and they said, Mommy, that doesn't taste good. I'm not thirsty anymore. I'm not, yeah. And I was like, whoa. Like, my five- and seven-year-old can taste the difference mm -hmm. between the water that we drink at home and that water that they try to yeah. drink at the restaurant. Five- and seven-years-old. Like I'm a water snob, so I can yeah. definitely taste the difference um, between bottled waters, even. Yeah. But for kiddos to say that, I was like, Whoa. I'm a water snob too. Yeah. If I do, yeah. if I do bottled water, it's got to be spring water because, like, purified water, it tastes not chemically, but it tastes mm -hmm. dry. Mm -hmm. And I won't do pure. I'll go. I'll I'll dehydrate before I drink purified water. And there's water. certain brands where I'm like, this is tap water. Yeah. It tastes just like. I'm, we won't say those, but yeah. It's well, there's a, there's a Atlanta brand of water that's Atlanta tap water. Oh, 100%. Yes. I'm like, what? No. Oh, anyways, the next up um, from carbon filters is what Anna Kate's talking about, reverse osmosis. It's a super, super popular purification process that removes heavy metals and minerals, including fluoride, 
and as well as bacteria and viruses. Um, most of these reverse osmosis filtration units, they contain a second step of filtration using those carbon filters to then remove the VOCs and the pesticides and herbicides and other toxins. So it's kind of a dual mm -hmm. step. Um, some of these, a lot of them you can put under your sink. So you can have one designated sink where you're taking your drinking water from right. and it's doing a reverse osmosis, you know, within that um, plumbing line. And then other ones can be hooked up to larger tubs, you know, or water, certain water areas in your office or at home. Um, these guys are wonderful, but asterisks with reverse osmosis is that it can pull out the good things too. Right. So get rid of all the yucks, but it can also pull out all the good and beneficial minerals like magnesium and calcium. So there are some filters that, and again, it just depends on the brand and you can get more costly. Uh, always. With the you steps, can always spend more money. Yeah, with the steps that are being added. Um, but there are some that will remineralize for you. And so that's a great way to just know, hey, the bats have soon pulled out, but the good stuff is remaining. Another really easy way to do that is if you just have a remineral or if you have a reverse osmosis machine without the remineralis remineralization, then you just remineralize yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And that's an easy, we've talked about that before, yeah. and that's an easy thing to do. And one of my favorite things to do is if you ever get those um, contact holders, like the little plastic with the twist on tops, that, you know, that you put your contacts in overnight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So put your re your mineralized salt in those, and then you can take it with you anywhere. It just fits in your backpack or your purse. Perfect. If you have like a little water bottle that you need yeah. to fill up. And then the same thing if you if you have a let's say you have it under the sink unit, or if you just have a countertop unit that's reverse osmosis. What we used to do is our countertop reverse osmosis. It makes it would make like what three gallons of water or something, and filter it. And so then I would just take some trace mineral drops. Mm -hmm. I mean five drops and put it in those couple gallons of water and that trace mineral drops by concentrates it lasts i mean it's 15 bucks and it would last me months and months and yeah. months so it's a very cost effective way to just do it to know that you're getting the good stuff too so can i put those drops in my filtered water out of my fridge yeah absolutely anyone i mean there's not you're not gonna overdo i mean i guess you can overdo it with minerals and have a little diarrhea but <laughs> that would take a lot it would take a lot. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what electrolytes are, you yeah. know, it's just minerals. So you can add it to any filtration unit afterwards. Um, and now a word from our sponsor making this podcast possible. I want to tell you about a game changer for me this flu season, and that's Acylococcinum by Boron. These melt-away pellets are my first defense for any flu-like symptoms. Clinical studies show that Ocelo reduces the severity and duration of fever, chills, fatigue, and more. No water is needed. They simply melt away in your mouth. Head on over to BoronUSA.com and use the coupon code thediscoverydoc one for 20% off your next order of Ocelo. Check out the other Boron essentials for this winter while you're there, including cold calm and throat calm. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. And now back to our show. Um, another one that is, I think, less common and also definitely more expensive is ozone. Um, ozone water, and there's, uh, never mind, 
pause on what I was just about to say, but it is another <laughs> purification process um, that is, you gonna say something? Ozone is what you can smell after it rains. Yes. That's yeah. why it smells so clean. Exactly. Like it's all, it's not a chemical clean, but it's uh, an aseptic kind of clean. Yeah. It just smells really fresh. That's the ozone because the water is moving through the atmosphere. And so that's what ozone. And it's, it's an additional oxygen molecule. Yeah. Um, and so the thing with ozone water is because it's that addition of a third water or oxygen molecule, it can become unstable very, very quickly. And so you have to have a machine that produces ozone water and you drink it very quickly um, after it's produced or else it destabilizes. Yeah. So it's H2O2. Yeah, it is. Because it's extra. It's extra. And it's an awesome antioxidant. Um, so it has, or an oxidant. So it has the very, very, I'm going to go back and say that again, because it's very important differentiation. It is an oxidant, um, which means that it has the ability to destroy or break apart complex molecules, including pathogens. So bacteria, viruses, fungi. Um, this is a really common method in Europe mm -hmm. that's utilized to purify water. It's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's not anything that's new. Um, the benefits. How did they add an extra ozone? Girl, don't, I don't know about the science. I just know the facts. <laughs> well, I want to know if they were doing it hundreds of years ago because there wasn't technology like we have yeah. to do it today. So how no, did they do right. it? I don't know. But like you said, when it rains. I'm here to ask the tech questions. That water. So they're drinking rainwater? Right. And back then it was probably so much cleaner that maybe it wasn't even called ozone water, but if mm -hmm. it rains and it is our both our brains are like yeah that's a great question if you know help us discover yeah. help us discover more if it must, it, but the rainwater back then was also so much purer well yeah because we didn't have all the chemicals and herbicides and pesticides that we were putting all the yeah. things for it to, to up, up so over. somehow utilizing that to then purify yeah can you get ozone from running water i don't know for some reason, here's here's where my brain went. There's something about act. It's not active water. It's called something where, like, you put it through. It's almost like a decanter. Yeah. For water, and you put it through, and it reorganizes how the water. And you drink it quickly after you've right. run it through this right. because it. But it's a process. It's a machine. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We have to go back a hundred years and ask. Okay, working on that time machine. Yeah, absolutely. That's not the first thing I'm going to go back and change. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so ozone, uh, like we said, can reduce pathogens, um, but it also purifies the blood of microorganisms and and by kind of rupturing their cells. So it can slow the growth of certain cells that we don't want, like cancer cells. It can clean the lymphatic system. It can boost immune function. And it can bring extra oxygen into the body. That's why people love ozone in terms of a therapy mm -hmm. with ozone insufflation or TENS pass or whatever it is. Um, but it can it brings a healthy balance to the oxidant and antioxidant levels in the body. Just like with pH, the body needs that balance between those things. Um, I am always, I err on the side of too much is not always a good thing. And so I do feel that way about ozone water because there is some research that says that if too much is consumed, it can be more damaging um, because it's an oxygen. 
it can kill the good and the bad cells. Um, so there is some research that says that, are you going to sneeze? I might sneeze. Sorry, <laughs> there can it. be, um, it can accelerate certain, the aging process of certain cells and shift the pH of, of cells to the acidic side. So my recommendation would be for something like ozone water to only drink it part time instead of all of your water that you're all consuming the all the time to eat ozonated water only part time and then drinking just purified water the rest of the time that's remineralized if, if possible. So does ozone only affect damaged cells? No. Okay. Yeah, it can do the good and the bad cells okay. because as an oxidant, and I should have elaborated on this earlier, but we, like, we know a lot about antioxidants, right? Right. Common population knows a lot about antioxidants, which are your things like vitamin C and N-acetylcysteine and all these things that help to protect ourselves mm -hmm. and protect them from breaking apart. Right. Ozone is an oxidant. So it means that it has the ability to break apart those cells, and which is great for pathogens, bacteria, viruses, other organisms, not great for our good cells. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, the other thing is like we've been talking about bottled water, you know, specialty water. And a there are so many little subsets in here, but one is silica water. And silica water is the brand Fiji is silica mm -hmm. water. Um, that Fiji water is high in silica, which is a compound that's found in quartz. And the little asterisks here, because we do this. I do this. I mean, the Kate comes around the other side to make it more happy. Um, is it's in plastic, right? So it's like you're trying to buy this amazing, great water, but it's been packaged in plastic. It's been shipped all around the world. It's been sitting in hot, you know, mm -hmm. warehouses before it gets to on the shelves before it gets to you. And so, yes, there's a possibility that that plastic breaks down into that water, and then we have that issue. So. If you are a bottled water drinker, what we can do, and you buy it in bulk, I know this is annoying, but when you buy that bottled water, you want to store it at home in a cool, dark place, and then try to switch it out to a glass container. Like yeah. get those huge, you know what, like birthday parties where you have a big lemonade dispenser yeah. or something. Try put your bottled water in there, and then have your own, you know, whatever it is bottled water for or bottles for your kids stainless steel yeah they hold a couple of gallons yeah and and just take it out of that what's it called dispenser yeah out of the dispenser you know as you need it versus keeping it in your pantry for another six months or in the garage in the or in the garage yeah yeah hot exactly. during the summer and exactly and all that so um i don't i can always cut this out if you want me to but a because the fiji has a thicker consistency in their mm -hmm. bottles um it actually makes a great charts container oh just fyi that's what i that's what i do at home is when i have i have to use the little uh yeah insulin i use it and then i break the needle and put the thing back on top and then i stick it, it in, they in have the bottle. very structured bottles that's very true yeah and then i will when i'm ready to get like put it in the trap like get rid of it i will super glue the top one so there's no way that you could crush it. And even if you right. did, all of the things are broken anyway. Right. So I'm not so worried about that because I break them before I put them in the bottle. Just FYI, if you're looking for, if you're somewhere and you need a Sharps container for an emergency or run out of something, that that's a great. And you happen to have a Fiji bottle handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So because it won't go through the other, you know, the other stuff, and it's easy to. That's good that, to know. That We're full of random it. facts over her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next up, ionized and or alkaline water. Um, they're, they're the same thing. It's a specialty water and an ionizer can be purchased as a standalone product, which I actually had no idea of, but it's also a process that's used in really high end reverse osmosis, um, systems as well, but it's meant to boost the alkalinity of the water by electrolysis. I know. Fancy words. Well, I use electrolysis. I mean, I, when I think of electrolysis, I think of it it for a different reason so but that's cool electrolysis like hair removal oh okay yeah i didn't even think about that so okay so how do you feel about okay so why would you drink high ph water because it doesn't change your blood ph or does it so that there's a lot of controversy there the thing with i would yes i'm offering uh different solutions but my personal choice would not be because alkaline water it doesn't remove any contaminants so it's not a purification process so it should always be used in conjunction with a filter yes the purpose and like i think the fad of alkaline water is that researchers are finding that most chronic conditions such as cancers people are lying more on the acidic side. Yeah. And so I think this fat has been created with alkaline water, where if I drink all this alkaline water, I can change the pH, which will trend me more towards the alkaline side and then prevent, you know, certain chronic conditions. Now the, but our cells pull in water. Yeah. So yes, they are going to reflect what we're drinking. It's the same thing with damage. So if you think about it, if we're drinking water that are filled with pesticides and herbicides, when we drink water, our cells are pulling water into inside of them. And so it's pulling those toxins into the cells. So that's the same rationalization for changing the pH. Of course, it's going to alter your pH because it is hydrating our cells physically. Right. But your stomach is, is acidic. So does yeah. it get absorbed through your trachea? And before it enters your stomach to be acidified, like, because you have stomach acid. So if it's a high pH, so the only time that it would have an appropriate pH is between in your mouth and down your esophagus before it gets to your stomach. stomach, Right. And if you're not, if you're drinking it out of a bottle that who knows how long that the last time that it was, the pH is going to be changed. The pH is going anyway. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm just asking the questions you're thinking. It's just food for thought. It's an option out there. I don't, I don't agree with drinking alkaline water all day, every day. I, because again, we're talking about purification and it does nothing for purification. So just know that if you're stuck kind of in that fad, ask yourself, why, what's it doing for me? Now I can, I can see the side of, okay, having a bottle of alkaline water, you know, a day, what harm is it going to do? Absolutely nothing. And can it adjust my pH to become a little more alkaline in the long run? Sure. I just don't have the proof behind that or the stats right. behind that to say that it's worthwhile. Um, another one that's that's common in that area right now, and it's that it's so it's becoming more and more popular is hydrogen water. It's the same. Um, hydrogen water is basically 
it can be very, very anti-inflammatory and it adds antioxidants to your body to help fight free radicals. So I'm actually more on board with hydrogen water than I am with alkaline water because there are studies there that show me that, hey, it can help fight off these free radicals. Free radicals are these just, I don't know how to explain them. They are, they're little, if you can like imagine little Pac-Man mm-hmm. that are going around your body, eating all the good things. Yeah. Those are free radicals. And so hydrogen water is a great way to combat that. And so there's a lot out there right now, like Kingan water, it's, it's this like $5,000 hydrogen water. Um, it sits on top of your, your countertop and hydrogenates the water. And there is a lot of research behind that, that I'm very, very impressed with. It's just wildly expensive. And again, something that I think we should take in just, what's the word? Like with a little grain of salt, With a little grain of salt. Right. I don't think everything you should be drinking should be probably mineral salts, Himalayan (laughs) salt or Celtic sea salt. Right. Because it's just like, it's a countertop filter. So can you, can you fill up your water bottles with this water? Yes. But can you shower with it? No. So we still need to be cognizant of our whole home and what's going into our home versus spending $5,000 on a countertop. Yep. It like is good. Wa- it, it, it is good water. I've had good water before, yes. but still it's cost prohibitive because it only goes on your sink Exactly. or I don't know what, if they have a whole house filter or what, like that they would might. be, I'm sure it's 50. That'd be a lot. Yeah. So when it gets available mm-hmm. and less cost prohibitive to, then my thought process would change right. because it is wonderful water. Yes. And I, I would be lying if I said I didn't want one. Yeah. <laughs> but like my dad says, it's nice to want things. Exactly. Exactly. To actually do it is another one. Um, mineral water. A mineral water is up next. A lot of people are deficient in essential minerals. It's just how life is today during, especially when we have kiddos who are experiencing health issues or adults who are experiencing health issues. The recovery process is, I mean, just deficiencies are so crucial in the recovery process and they're going to fluctuate. Yeah. Deficiencies are so proficient. Yes, exactly. And especially during detox protocols, Mm -hmm. a lot of detox protocols you're pulling out and we're talking about detox protocols with a human, you're pulling out all the bad stuff or trying to, but you're also depleting mineral stores. Right. And so sometimes the easiest way to replenish those mineral stores is just to drink them. And they don't taste like anything. No. Um, we will, there's a bunch of different mineral water options and things that we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit. The last one on here that I want to talk about in terms of specialty water is distilled water. This is another one. I think it goes through phases of being like this big fad and it's, it's safe to drink. Um, but I don't think that it is the best option. Is that um, what baby water is? Is this baby water? That's what people like to use for baby water. Yeah, I don't. But what is baby water? Distilled water. It is distilled yeah, water. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is distilled water. It's just, it's nothing. You know? Well, that's not good either. Right. That's what I'm saying. So there, there are a lot of methods of distilling. And the most common is you boil the water. And then the steam, you know, comes up and it's captured and then condensed back into water. And that process can be repeated as many times as we want. And the more often we do it, the cleaner, quote, cleaner and cleaner and cleaner the water gets. So it's really awesome for removing all the contaminants, but it leaves nothing. nothing. 
There are no good yeah. minerals. There, there's nothing left. Like, what's the point of drinking water if there's not the minerals in it for right. our cells to absorb that water? Right. And you'll hear, um, you'll see this a lot with like distilled spirits. Yeah. And so that's what they're talking about. Is there? It's going through that process of heating it up and going through that evaporation and condensation back into. So some things are triple distilled and exactly. And sometimes that's a good thing, but when you're you're feeding a newborn, yes. what's the point of that water then? And so then we have to make sure, or with our kids, we have to make sure that they are getting that mineralization somewhere else. So what's a safe baby water? I just use our, I mean, if you have safe drinking water at home, that's what I use for our babies. Okay. Yeah, which we, we personally use reverse osmosis with remineralization. Um, I own Metro Atlanta. What no metro water filter of the south okay that's what we use that's the company that we use they have awesome different options um from whole house to under under the sink um but we love that and that's what i use for our babies when they are newborns and kids also is that affordable that part is the whole house no the whole okay. house is i mean any whole house is expensive because well, it's a whole house but i do find that they're reverse osmosis that goes under the sink so we have one sink that's i mean just worlds above kind of the rest of the house mm -hmm. and that is much more cost effective than doing a whole house filter. okay good to know um, so you can there is you don't have options. to go oh. yeah <laughs> but it's good to have it is good to have options of you know your drink filter you're in the fridge yeah. you're in the sink whole house obviously you know, if you're building a house or moving into a house, that, that may be part of your budget for doing things or when you remodel something of uh, even putting it in the uh, kitchen and the laundry room if they're mm -hmm. close together that, you know, again, all those little things can help and, you know, put the filters on the bathtub and yes. that you're bathing your kids in. So filters, let's talk about filters then, but that being said, there segway. are, segue, good segue, girlfriend, um, zero water carbon filters are a, a really, really great choice because it's a pitcher unit. It comes in various sizes. So you have the luxury of choosing based on cost or based on how much water you need in a day, et cetera. And they're like 20 bucks to 40 bucks, depending on the unit size. So we talked about carbon filters earlier. That is a really good option. They utilize a five stage filter process, whereas most carbon units only use two. And so that's removing up to 99% of the toxins, depending on the type of toxins that are in your water, um, including chloride, chloramine, aluminum, lead, pesticides, VOCs, all the yuppies. Um, a side note here again to remember with carbon filters is that they will not remove pathogens. So keep that in mind when choosing. Um, the other thing is, <laughs> Tori talked about this a little bit and I was laughing, is when it comes to carbon filtrations, Berkey has blown up and become a huge company that people love to use. I only want to point out that there has been controversy with that company, that the company has come out and said that, no, this is not true, but it's just not really proven. And so some people are, I just want you to know your options and know that this is a possibility. I cannot confirm nor deny mm -hmm. if this is a problem with Berkey. Um, but Berkey uses aluminum oxide in its filtration process. And it is 
concern, there's a concern that then that aluminum ends up in the final product of the water. The best way to know that for sure is if you have a Berkey, test your water that comes out of the Berkey. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a very just cut and dry answer to say if that's occurring in your water or not. So if you have one and you get your water tested, let us know. Yeah. Cur curious mind more. We are very curious and it might differ, but aluminum is, that would be something that's important to me because it can, when it bioaccumulates, it accumulates mostly in the brain um, and it can cross the blood brain barrier very easily. And so when I see patients who have aluminum toxicity, it looks like cognitive deficits. Yeah. It looks like, um, and in kids is different than, than adults, but in, in adults, it looks like cognitive decline. Yeah. So, so and if you're doing this, this test, do it straight from your tap and then doing it from when you yeah. put the tap water into the Berkey filter see the and difference. seeing if there's a difference. Well, science experiments. It's like the science, the sixth grade science fair. You mm -hmm. can make a poster board, a trifold. Like, yeah. And then share your results. Take pictures. Your hypothesis and yes. your findings. I will post it if you do that. Yes. <laughs> um, Another kind of option is you can find standalone or faucet style filters um, for regular filtration, but they also have plumbing units that can do everything as well. This is a massive category. There is a company called Radiant Life um, that offers everything from A to Z in terms of underwater countertop and whole house. So you're looking at differences between $800 and $6,000 depending on the size of the home that you're purifying. Um, but they do purify with reverse osmosis and then two-stage deionization with UV. And then they reconstruct the water to add in those additional molecules that we want, the good minerals. Um, and then it even alkalizes at the end. So it's like literally- That's a lot. Yes, the Ferrari of purification systems. You don't need to go there, but just know that there are options even within these big fancy companies for you to bring into your home. If you win the lottery, you can get a you can get the Ferrari. You yeah, we might stick with the Honda for now. Yeah, I mean something. I mean we're not right. We're not walking. That's for sure. Yes, but we're not on our bicycle. Yes, but we're you know maybe a moped sometimes. Right, something like this is A to B. Yeah, is what we're on. Um, Pure2O is another really good company, and this is very budget friendly also, and it's reverse osmosis. It's available pretty much everywhere. We actually have one of these in our office. Um, you can find them at your local home improvement store. You can order them online, but they, it only does reverse osmosis. So you might find the flavor, if you're picky like we are with water, you might find that the, it tastes a little bit more acidic. Um, and if it does, or a little more bland, then you want to remineralize. So it does not remineralize for you. And that's where you can get more of that kind of acidic type mm -hmm. taste. Um, you'll want to do that if you choose to go with, with their product. Um, they offer, there's so many things. I mean, it's a massive company from carbon filtration to ionization pictures to entire home units with reverse osmosis. And re, you know, you can add in the remineralization as well um they, and yours at the office is inline right it's hooked up to a water line or do you have to no fill it? we just have it in our fridge yeah because we we're rent or we're leasing for right now so when we okay. buy we'll absolutely do all the things okay but for right now we just have their um picture in our fridge okay. that we use um and then we have a different one for patients like the water dispenser mm -hmm. for our patients it is um uv plus 
reverse osmosis, like in the actual, mm -hmm. whatever it's called, at the bottom. At the, the unit? Yeah. yeah. In the unit. So do you fill that up? We get it delivered. So okay. we get water jugs delivered and okay. we put it into the unit and then it gotcha. does that process before it comes out to the cup. Nice. Yeah. And that's good water. And we chose that because we can pick it up and move it yeah. versus doing something that's forever. Right. And it's the same thing if you're renting a home or renting, you know, an apartment. I wouldn't spend all this money to put something that's permanent, but something that you can take with you. Right. So that's why a countertop option or an in-fridge option may be just where you're at for the season of life. Yes. The other cool thing about Pure 2O is that they actually sell low toxin sink faucets. Because if you do all this work to have filtered yeah. water, but then you have it coming out, like say you have an under the sink uh, filtration unit and then you have it coming through a toxic faucet. What that doesn't heck, make sense. What the heck is the point? It's like eating Oreos and brushing your teeth. Exactly. So that's pretty cool that they have that. Um, and they're, I mean, everywhere from 50 bucks to $1,700 and everything which means so they offer a good range depending on where you're at. Um, and it's a good investment because they do is. last, uh, the, the in-home units or the, I mean, if it's not a pitcher that you have to replace the filter all the time, right? then it is a good investment to, to do that and for your, the health of your family. Exactly. And those Pure2O filters, they re will remove all the chemicals, pharmaceuticals, organic pollutants. Um, and, and so many other things. So when, if you are into ozone, if you are into ozone, there's a company that I do like. So I want to give those people out there a chance if that is your thing. And it's called A2Z. And it's the Ozone Aqua 6 Multipurpose Ozone Generator. Um, it's 70 bucks. Yeah. So it's not, it, it's pretty cost effective if this is the type of water that you want to go, to, you know, utilize for your family. Again, I would suggest doing it in sections. That's not the right word, but doing it as part-time, part-time water, and then water, purified water the other times. Um, that can go, you can get as expensive as like up to $2,000, depending on what you want and what you're looking for in your home. Um, keep in mind, they kill pathogens. They don't remove other contaminants and they can kill the bad and the good. So you may want to pair it with like a carbon filtration unit that then takes out all the other contaminants as well. Um, Anna Kate mentioned earlier with silica, oh, was it mineral? Silica so water, silica water, if you can make your own. And so when you're talking about silica water, Fiji is just the, the biggest brand that comes to mind. Um, but you can make your own, which is more cost-effective. Obviously bottled water can get very expensive over mm -hmm. time, especially right now. Um, yep. <laughs> there are, really high quality bioavailable silica drops just that you can get at the stores um micro silica by biopure is one of them you can buy online buy in the store you simply just add the drops to your wallet and boom you have silica fancy very fancy. that's also good when you're taking your biotin if you're growing your hair yes so that's a good uh uh is it choline mm -hmm. that's a bit that's I don't know what you're trying to say. So I don't know what I'm trying to say Okay, moving on. She'll think so about it. So those are all good things when you're trying to grow out your hair and, and support your, your cells. Um, the other one that Anna Kate mentioned was mineral water. And we kind of touched on this earlier. I love Concentrates by Trace Mineral, mineral Drops. It's a big bottle. It's like 15 bucks. It'll last you forever. Yes, you just need a couple drops. It tells you, I forgot how much it is on the top of my head, but it's like, it's a very minimal amount. It's like one drop per 60 ounces of water or something. 
And it has all your trace minerals in it? And it has all your trace minerals. The 70. I, did you know that? Did yeah. you know that your body needs 70 trace minerals every day? Yes. And I would actually prefer that because mineral water can sometimes, when we buy it from the stores, just be really, really glorified tap water. Mm-hmm. And you just, you don't know what you're getting. It can be labeled as mineral water because it has this much yeah. of one mineral and it's missing all the rest. And so, yeah. yeah. And there's something... Um, mineral, the more mineralized water is, like even from natural sources, it tends to be heavier and it has this, um, if you've ever done a water tasting, like they take you from like tap water and like distilled and all the way through Mm -hmm. and it, the last one has, it's very heavily mineralized and it's very like silky and heavy in your mouth. Yes. You can taste it. Oh, totally. Yeah. You can taste it. It's really neat. You can taste the difference. Another good one for drops is Micro Minerals by BioPure. So again, I would, I mean, if you want to go the mineral water route, like you'll love San Pellegrino and things. I just, you just don't know what you're getting. Um, and so I'd rather just know, okay, hey, this is the concentration of it. This is a much more cost-effective way instead of buying it all the time. Let me just add these drops that I have to buy once every three, six months, depending on how much water we're drinking and call it a day. Can you put your mineral water in like when you make coffee and tea? Oh, I do. Yes, absolutely. I do that at um, uh, the office is because another way to get that mineral water is solely water. Mm -hmm. So this isn't really a whole house thing because it's just very small. It's in a jar. Yeah, it's in a jar. So solely water is basically you take a jar of glass or a glass jar, I prefer. You put big Himalayan pink salt rocks in there. And then you put water, your your purified water, in that jar, you cover it, you leave it overnight. Now that water has become super saturated with all the good electrolytes that come from the minerals that come from the pink Himalayan salt. When you fill up your jug, like when you fill up something like this, you know, 20, 24 ounces, all you need is a teaspoon of that concentrated salt water in your big water jug. You'll, you won't taste it. It will make your water a little more silky, yeah. which I love. Um, but it's not this like crazy mineral taste. So that's right. also something that you can do to help remineralize your water. That's super cost effective. I mean, those premium land salt rocks, yeah. they last for months Forever. and months and months and yeah. months. So there's that option. And there's also the option of keeping Himalayan salt and Celtic, like yes. regular sea salt in yes. like a little eyeglass uh, contact thing in your purse. And anytime helps with um, staying hydrated. If you got a headache, that's the first thing is that take like, I mean, I mean, I will lick my pinky and yeah, do that. And very tiny amount. Of that's all you need. And then you drink your big glass of water and you're good. Mm-hmm. So there are, there are options and it's not salty. So, yeah, the, and that is a really good comprehensive view of water. And I think the biggest takeaway is that you have to find what works best for you and your family mm-hmm. is that we, we are all so different. Our needs are different. Our water is different from our homes to our offices to whatever. So there's not one that I'm like, hey, you gotta do this. This is the best one. I don't think that's a fair assessment because we're all different individuals. We have differing needs and our homes have different water. So I hope it's enough information for at least you to start kind of your wheels turning and start to see, okay, what do I need to do for my family and, and helping to find a filtration unit that's specific to your home. Um, so your top two objectives for water is filter and remineralization. So if you yes. can stick to those two things, whatever those two things are that work for you, then you got to cover. Yeah, I would, I would say one, figure out what's in your water. 
to the best available to you that covers your specific toxins and making sure it's remineralized. And hey, that is amazing. You will be doing worlds more than most people, most people are. So anywho, I know that was a lot, y'all. Um, I hope it, it just empowered you guys to just think and, you know, have some tools to protect yourselves and your health and your family a little bit better. Um, we are going to continue this month of non-toxic, all things non-toxic. And our next episode will be similar to this one, but about air. So diving into all things that could possibly be venturing into our air and what to do about it, most importantly. Until next time, let's, let's discover together. together. I hope you've enjoyed this journey of exploration and learning as much as we have. Before you go, we have a special request for you, our beloved discoverers. We'd be thrilled if you could show your support in a few easy steps. Step one, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to ring that notification bell so you never miss a moment of discovery. Step two, if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to rate and review our show. Your feedback means the world to us and helps others discover our podcast too. Step three, whether you're on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast platform, please share the discovery.podcast with your friends, family, and social networks. It's the best way to spread the joy of discovery. And finally, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Discovery Doc. Stay connected with us for updates, behind-the-scenes content, and so much more. Plus, for exclusive content and additional resources, be sure to check out our website at www.thediscoverydoc.com. And while you're there, if you have a burning question or a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, simply let us know. Thank you, Discoverers, for being part of our incredible journey. Until next time, let's discover together. The content provided in this podcast provides general information and discussions on various topics related to health, wellness, and medical advancements. However, it is essential to understand that the content provided in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts, guests, and contributors are individuals sharing their personal experiences, opinions, and knowledge in their respective fields. While they strive to provide accurate, up-to-date information, medical knowledge is constantly evolving and the information presented in this podcast may not always reflect the most current research and medical guidelines. It is crucial to consult with a qualified healthcare professional or medical expert for specific medical concerns. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking medical treatment based on the information presented in this podcast. The Discovery Doc Podcast encourage listeners to use their own judgment and discretion while implementing any suggestions, recommendations, or lifestyle changes discussed in this episode. Each individual's medical situation is unique and may work for one, may not be suitable or safe for another. The podcast hosts, guests, and contributors are not liable for any direct, indirect, consequential, or incidental damages or harm that may arise from listening or acting upon the information provided in this podcast. Listeners are responsible for their own health decisions and should exercise caution and seek professional guidance when necessary. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that you have read, understood, and agreed to this medical disclaimer. If you have any questions or concerns about this medical disclaimer, please consult a qualified healthcare professional.